welcome to the Thunder Brew Distillery here in Karanos, Dunmore. Dust off your favourite drinking mug, order a pint of Rhapsody Malt and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts Cromley, Aloysius Carg and Kernpater. We'll bring you tools, tips, tales and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. Alright guys, welcome to Tavern Cast, uh, September 19th. Uh, I am Karg. I'm back! <laughs> Karg's back! I'm Aloysius! And I'm, I'm back! I'm Cromley, and I never left. I'm, I live here. I'm Kern Katerra, <laughs> and I drove here today. And this is going to be one heck of a podcast. The beer this week is Harpoon... What the hell was that? It's me spilling all over the place. Did you spill? No, it's okay. All right. On myself. Um, alcohol abuse. Okay, wait. We haven't even got the name out yet. It's Harpoon... UFO Hefeweizen. UFO. Cheers. Cheers. Alright, so we also got something else going on this week that's absolutely freaking insane. We don't have one snack. We don't have two snacks. Not three. Not three. Not four. Not five. We've got five. Count them. Six Six. snacks. (laughs) And here's Karg to tell you more about what is offered for you. We have the Stouffer's Vanilla... Cream sandwiches. And we Cousin have to cheap ass lemon Brought to you by Derek. Hostess. Pink. Pink. Snowballs. <laughs> and we do have chocolate chip cookies. That's 99 cents. Great pack. value. It says great value on it. They're a great uh, value. We have oh, some oh, chips. Here we go. We have some chips oh, yeah. today. Uh, curry and garlic flavored chips. I think I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> oh, the throwing up is, is yet to come. Wait, wait, wait. Let's try. Let's sample one right now. You ready? Cromley and me both. <laughs> I would, it always looks like that. You guys, that you guys would pay to watch your faces right, right now. Those are pretty bad, dude. They're not that bad. Let's see if the dog will eat it. We, Casey, come here. I don't know. Alright, anyways, and, um, and finally, finally we the have snack coup de gras. From the corners of Noah, Tennessee, from the pig wait, farms wait, 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 of the Great one. South. Oh. <laughs> anyways, go ahead. <laughs> we missed we missed one. The fifth the fifth one is Butterfinger Crisp, which is actually more of a mainstream. Yeah, but that was... And then from the deep south, from the pig farms <laughs> of Tennessee! It's one! It's the only! Oh, damn, I got barbecue. I didn't get spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Tell them what, what it is. What is it? Well, we got a special treat for you guys. It's uh, pork rinds. Get and... that out of my face. <laughs> we'll pork see rinds. if you... Let's read what's on the back of pork yeah, rinds. Read the ingredients. Ingredients. Pork rinds. <laughs> see, that's where I stop. <laughs> they don't explain well, pork rinds. For wait, our viewers, see, our listeners who may not know what a pork rind is... Explain. Describe it. Describe the um, experience it's, here. Okay, think of a rind like a lemon rind or an orange rind. It's the skin of the orange. So a pork rind would be... It's like if you skin a pig. Yeah. Now, see, let people... What if they skin humans? Would it be human hey. rinds? Hey, human rinds. Would be. Hey, hey, would you like some barbecue. human rinds? People use lemon rinds to bake cakes, all right? Yeah, what do they do So what would you rinds? use pork rinds for? So, today, today is um, <laughs> kind of informal, as you can probably already tell, uh, and we've only begun to drink. Actually, yeah. we, we have a, a contest that we want to throw out there right at the beginning of the show this time. We would like, if you are all Wait, interested... did we have a winner for our last contest? We'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Um, we would like people to send a dollar a piece to TavernCast. We'll go to a special Karg fund. And when we have all of the subscribers sending a dollar a piece, Karg promises on videotape to take a bath in a large children's swimming pool full of pork rinds and warm water. <laughs> What the heck are you guys doing? Trying to ruin my life and make me look like a friggin' idiot? <laughs> Just the thought of this is making me sick. Here, maybe this will make you feel less sick. <laughs> Today's podcast is... It's in the chips! It's in the chips! It's, so, it's like a curry snowball. <laughs> The ball is in the chips. The ball is in the chips. If you all can mm. see what I'm seeing, oh, I think you'd be disturbed fundamentally to the core. <laughs> There's a reason why this will never be a video podcast. Oh, and that was one of them right there. <laughs> World of Pork Rind. <laughs> First of all, I want to say thanks to everyone who gave us donations over the last couple of weeks. All the donations we got over the last couple of weeks went to the Red Cross to help the Hurricane Katrina Yay. victims. Yay. Yay. Thank you very much. So Yay, Red Cross, Hurricane. <laughs> 
everybody was great with that. Thank you so much. Um, we are now resuming normal donation operations. Yeah. Yep. Um, our most recent donation was from... Is it Ref... Refame? Refame from is the Shadow Zone. I bet it's Refaim. Refaim. Well... Refaim. Thank you from the Shadow Zone. R-E-P-H-A-I-M. Pronounce it how you Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. You know, you can continue to donate to us on our forums, on our website our at www.taverncast.com. Well, you can go to www.taverncast.com, and uh, there's a support us part of the website. You can go there and do PayPal. Or you could buy something from our wonderful Taverncast store, which is taverncaststore.com. And maybe, <laughs> even maybe, we'll make up some special pork rind-related um, <laughs> merchandise. Actually, I will tell you what. Whatever contest we run this time, I am guaranteeing that the person who gets the answer um, is going to get rinds. an autographed bag of spicy hot pork rinds from Cargo. We'll all, we'll all sign it with a black felt tip pen and send it to you. And I would advise you not to open Don't it. Don't open it. Don't <laughs> smell it. Don't smell it. Just use sure. it as a keepsake. And try not to look Pass through it on the clear to your party. grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Tell them about the days of the tavern cast. Oh, and by the, the way, pork rinds. last week's contest, I gave out. Some erroneous information. God, I can smell that from here. That's disgusting. Drink up. Lemon sandwich cookies are being corrupted by the smell of those damn pork rinds. It smells like... Poor little lemon sandwich cookies. (laughs) You know, guys, I think I'm going to leave the cast again. Last week, I did the um, our very first contest, which was Tell Me Where where Mecca Like a High and Mecca Heine Ho is from. What TV show? For those of you who don't remember a few years ago, that was from PB's Playhouse. I got quite a few responses, and our winner this week is Beef Blood. Yay! I don't remember which server you're on, but I will contact you Sounds by email. Sounds like a torrent. <laughs> yeah, it is, and I will send you, um, I'll contact you privately by email, and I'll get your address, and I'm going to send you a special prize. This Ooh, week... Oh, what are we prize? sending him? We're going to have a special prize, and then after we send it in the mail, we'll tell everybody what it is. All right. So this week, I have another out-of-character contest, although it isn't so much out-of-character. I'm going to play a clip for you. And the character who you hear, I want you to tell me what his wife's name is on the television show. Here you go. I believe the Canucks of Vancouver are superior warriors. So, if you know the name of that character's wife on the television show, send it to me in an email at kernkatare at hotmail.com. And the I will get all the correct answers that I get. I will put into a hat. I will pick a name out. And next week I'll announce who the winner is. Do you know what, you know what I'm seeing is going to come from this? Hmm. We're going to get stuck getting hate mail. You guys said you read a World of Warcraft podcast, but that episode number eight, you started talking about pork rinds and (laughs) vanilla cookies and crappy curry chips, and that chick talked about contests, about some stupid show that doesn't even have to do anything with World of Warcraft, and your audio levels suck. Slash cry. (laughs) (laughs) So you were talking about the money that we got in for the donations. All that's gone for, um, we've got a new mixer and we helped defray the cost for the mic. And And we're still working on getting that. What we bought so far is a a mixer and a mic. The mic was our first priority because you remember how bad the first podcast was. (laughs) Well, we had a mic, sort of. We had a mic, but it was just a little, well, anyways. So our next priority is getting the mixer working. We might have to get some more hardware for that. And, uh... Um, a compressor would be nice, and that will deal with some of the volume complaints we've had. So we're working on it. Anyway, so just to let you know that all the all the hard-earned money that you're sending our way is actually going for something. Oh, so. and my Audi TT. Garg, what did you do this week? Karg, what did you do this week? Kurgatera, what did you do this week? This is Karg doesn't have an answer. And this is the really sad thing. You can't see this, obviously. Karg's only drank about a quarter of his beer. Okay, I'll tell you guys what I did last night. You've been away for two weeks. You need to explain. I'll yeah. tell you guys what I did last Where night. Where did you go? What did you do? Who was it with? How much did it cost? Okay. <laughs> or hurt. Well, last night I did or for earned. the first time. Last or night I, I did I did um, Arathi for the first time. Karg does Arathi. It's like Debbie does Dash. No, but I decided to try Arathi Basin for the first time last night. So you guys, it's, tell me about tell me what Arathi Basin is, because I'm not high, lead enough to go. Actually, I think you can go. I think you, I think you are lead enough to go. Actually, I think it's it's what they call banded, which means you can go mm-hmm. at lower levels. And so all the level 60s are in games together, and then it's like 50 it's to a 59, battleground. 40 That's to what 49, hasn't been said. 30 to 39, I think. Well, I'm not even level. Yeah, 30 I don't know yet. how low it goes. It might go 20. down to 20. It's, it's a battleground. 
Yeah. Okay. Like Alterac Valley. Sense. Well, that's cool. Then I guess I am leaving <clears throat> to go. Yeah. But you don't have to wait as long as um, like the same thing's Alterac true of Warsand Gulch. Yeah, and that's the really nice thing about Arathi is it's fast. Sometimes a little too fast. <laughs> but we'll talk about. But, you, know, you know, you do need a high speed connection that does not lag. So you were digging it. It was nice it until was I got until. disconnected. <laughs> All right. And we were winning too. Are you still on dial? That's pretty rare. No one uses dial up. <laughs> Are you? Do you have AOL yet? No one uses that. I have high speed DSL. He has KOL. Carg online. <laughs> you know what's really that whacking me out? About <laughs> this week I um I started a, a horde character on Scarlet Crusade, and I'm only level two or something because I've done the alliance side so much and all my alts that I want to really explore the horde side of things. I'm really kind of taking it slow. Well, school's really kind of kicking my butt, so I really didn't have a whole lot of time to play this week. Now, what level is this school? School NPC? mob's elite. Yeah, this is this is like school. This is school elite. level sixty. Yeah, actually, this is really end game school. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, end this game is the end game instance. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is this is me on my. This has to be a solo instance. In the molten on core. On my old in molten molten core against like level eighty elites. This that's what school is for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. So What's that's the loot though? The loot is my BSN. Mm. That's uh, that's that's what we're going. For. Yeah, but the, uh, black the spire, we have to also Blackrock Spire necklace. Nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and, but we have to pay for it, which is the other. Yeah, well, you know, we have to pay for Warcraft. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I didn't do a whole lot this week, but anyway, that's kind of the plan. What about you, Crom? Uh, I played a fair amount of Arathi Basin. I did some instances with the new guild. Uh, we went to Stratholm a couple times. Uh, we helped a priest farm for her some items she needs for her epic staff. And I played on Whisperwind. Yeah. Like we mentioned last cast, we, uh, we're trying to get a guild going on Whisperwind for us and the fans of the World Warcast podcast. So if you'd like to join in, uh, go to Whisperwind. It's a PvE server. Make a Horde character. We're going to play on the Horde side since so many of our fans, at least our alliance, give them a little change. And uh, we, we don't have the guild set up yet, but hopefully by next week we'll get it up and going, and uh, we'll try and get a Ventrilo server going, and it should be a lot of fun. What do people do or to, with the if we do Ventrilo? What do people do if they have Teamspeak? Because I think what is it? Mac people can't use Ventrilo. I don't. I, as far as I know, Mac people can't use either. What about people that want to play that don't have don't have the ability? Oh, they to can use still Ventrilo? yeah, they can still play. What about people that don't have they computers? Can even, it's going to be hard for them to play if they don't. Have there a is not the World of Warcraft Abacus. <laughs> yes. oh, wait, there is the World of Warcraft. Don't they have a they have a card game and a, not out yet. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, you'll have to wait. People without a computer. There, is the, there to this is the World of Warcraft pen and paper game. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. you can play that. So you can play that and put Ventrilo on on your computer you don't have. <laughs> no. Or you can talk to yourself in ten different voices and pretend you're you're in a raid group. That would be cool. Eloy already does that. True. Don't I know it? <laughs> so I went this week. I went here and there, and no one asked you. Did this and that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but I got I got a cool shield that I've wanted all game. And while it's not as good as what I currently have right now, I still got it and anyways, we, and it was cool. We were at Stratholm. Um, Stratholm, yeah. and I got the Crest of Retribution, uh, which it's just a shield. It's cool. But the bottom line is it's like it's this cool iron cross. And so for a paladin, it's like the uber shield of holy paladin Iron itch. crossness. That's yeah. so yesterday, man. And now we may party! We're going to start talking now about uh, parties, and specifically we're going to start out talking about the concept of aggro. Aggro is, is in all these games, and basically I guess it stands for aggravation, or aggressiveness or something, and it's the concept of how does a mob decide who it's going to attack. And actually, you'll be surprised how many level 60s don't know how to control their um, gameplay during a raid group or even an instance group or, you know, whatever so you're killing. who do you, if, if you're in a party then, since that's what we're talking about, who who do you want to pull the aggro first? Well, a party usually, usually, let's let's take for instance... Let's take the ideal. Into, <laughs> yeah, going into, let's say, you well, know... Well, I should rock. first say that the ideal is is to have one person draw the aggro. Right, which is always the So that the, the mob attacks them. Right. And the healer only has to heal one person. So that's mm-hmm. the ideal. Right, and usually, you know, in, in this case, it's either a warrior or a paladin. Somebody <laughs> you, with a lot of health. If you're a horde, I guess a shaman. <laughs> 
but you know, I think always, warriors are usually considered yeah. the main tank of the game. Yeah, they right. are the, that's their role. And then I would say, you know, the priest would be the main healer. Uh, druids actually heal druids pretty good, good also mm -hmm. in this game. But Paladin <clears throat> should only heal as a backup. Yeah, and unless they expect to do it. Every other class really acts as a support class, either by damage or healing. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't see any other classes being the lead in a group or instance at any given time. I mean, unless, so right now, are, well, we, we're, are we theoretically talking about a five-person group going up to one mob for starters? Is basically what we're talking. Yeah, about. yeah. I mean, okay, we'll get into it. We'll you can talk. I guess we could talk about one person going against one mob, but obviously that person's gonna get all the aggro because there's only one. Right. So let's talk about one party against one mob for starters. And so the first question is, who? who yeah, who's in the party? Who, first? Well, let's just say you have a tank, like a warrior, and you have a healer of some sort, okay. and the others are mages or rogues or whatever. Okay. But what, what really is important is that you have to decide who is going to initially attack that mob. Who's going to pull it, which is what they call that. And that could be, I mean, really, that could be anyone. It needs to, it, it should be someone who with a ranged attack. You don't want to send the war, unless there's no other mobs around, then it doesn't really matter, the warrior can charge in. But if there's other mobs around, you only want to get that one. You're going to be better off with a ranged attack. And when you're talking about mobs, this has always confused me. Yeah, mob is, mob means singular enemy yep. not mob as you think of like a group yeah. a group of a group of enemies right yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's, singular, it's an old yeah. uh, yeah. gaming term. and, and okay. i mean there, there are different ways of you know breaking up the group of mobs if well we're just talking you know, about one right now though well if there's a singular then yeah you know usually hunters are good pullers mm -hmm. they arrange weapons and they are traps so, right so if it's a single mob and you have a group yeah w w this is exactly what i'm thinking of so let's say you have let's say let's just make up the party right now so we have one hunter one mage, one rogue, one warrior, one priest. Okay. How about that? Okay. So if it's one mob, you would say that the well, you could do the following: the hunter could put down a trap. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, back off. Then the hunter could pull the mob. One shot. One shot. Usually a concussive or. Bring it in until it freezes up into the trap, mm -hmm. and then send the warrior in and to the attack the mob. Warrior goes in, starts beating on the mob and hitting his taunt so that he draws mm -hmm. aggro. Right now, let the warrior go for a little while, yeah. sucking up the aggro for a little bit, taking some damage. Let the healer heal lightly, and mm -hmm. by that I mean not heal the full time. heals. Yeah. Right. Um, when when it gets to about the halfway point, then everyone else can start attacking lightly. You want to be careful of your mages, for example. Yeah, attacking. anything that does a lot of damage. Like yeah. as a rogue, mages I, I can end pull up aggro pulling real a lot quick. of aggro mm -hmm. too. Mages yeah. and rogues. Yeah, healers can pull real aggro real and quick too. My, whenever I'm in a group, we went to Black Fathom Deeps a little while ago, and I was the main healer in the group, and I had to heal everybody. I had a, the prayer fortitude or something mm -hmm. on my alt character. I don't remember what it was. But I hit that, and every single time the mob came right for me, and I've got you know crap for armor. Yeah. So yeah. I just I, you got to be real careful with that. Always do well, the, and the heal over time, not like the flash heals or the unless thing that you does need it all to. Unless, unless you, you have to. to. Right. And the and the tank has to be paying attention. I mean the warrior has to mm -hmm. try and uh, taunt the the mob back off of the healer. Well, here's one thing too. If, if like you know, Lois just said that mages or you know Chromie said rogues can draw a lot of aggro on themselves mm -hmm. one thing to realize is that if the mob turns on you especially if you're a caster you obviously would go down pretty fast don't <clears throat> run away yeah there you go yeah there's yeah, two things you need to first of all don't do any more right, damage stop your casting and don't run away because first of all if you run away two things happen the tank has to chase you down yeah. to get aggro on the mob again to turn yeah. it off you the priest will have to chase you down to heal you, yeah. and you may get out of range, and in which time you'll be like, "Oh, you priest, you suck! You don't know how to heal." Yeah, don't. Yeah. Go it's not the priest's fault. You don't run away. You may die. The other but, problem is you could you could inadvertently run into another group of right. another set of mobs. Yeah, or, you could run into a hidden group put, of mobs. Remain calm. Your right. group will help you if, if they're if good. They're good. <laughs> right. So you know, if you get attacked, uh, pulling aggro from the main tank. First of all, you are doing way too much damage, which you're not supposed to. Second of all, stay where you are. The priest, I'm sure, or the druid will heal you, or the paladin will heal you if they can, and I'm sure they would. Wait, in, you know, wait till the tank gets the damage again. Mm -hmm. Give it a couple seconds, and then start casting your spells or backstabbing or whatever you do mm -hmm. again. Yeah. A lot of it seems obvious to a lot of people, but a lot of people don't know that. Well, and the other thing that you should know about, I mean, it's different for every class. Rogues have a talent that lets, well, not a talent, a power that lets them Vanish. reduce their aggro. Okay. So you can do it's called faint, and you hit that, and it. I, I mean, I don't know the numbers, but it reduces your aggro by some amount. Mm -hmm. and it's pretty effective. I can usually, you know, get the aggro off of me back onto somebody else. 
Now, this, I want to throw something in here while we're still talking about one group against one mob at this point. And this will, that strategy will work all the way up into endgame, almost flawless without hardly any exceptions that I can think of offhand. Um, so the key is, even if you're fighting elite bosses inside instances, and it's only one of them, you want to use basically the same thing. The difference with the elite bosses is you might want to do like what I suggested with Paladins last week, is that if you have a, a class that does a little bit less damage melee-wise, but they can hold their own, mm -hmm. send them in yeah, after the main Yeah, because if they draw tank. the aggro, they can handle it. Yeah, and plus like which, they're not likely to draw the aggro. Yeah. But what they will do is just do a decent amount of damage yeah. while they're sitting there anyways. Yeah. So let the tanks go in, keep them healed, let your secondary support meleeers like paladins and shamans and etc. go in there and do some damage. Yeah. Heal lightly. And then when the mob gets down to half or a little bit under, then it starts attacking lightly and bring it down. That will usually work. I don't know a whole lot about the other classes, but priests, for example, can be shadow specced to deal a lot of damage. Damage over time with shadow word pain. Mm -hmm. They can do mind blast, they can do mind control, they can do all that kind of stuff. When should they use that in the situation you're talking about? I'm well, I, I have I'm opinionated about shadow spec priests, and we might as well bring it up and say it. I I mean I have run into I, I they play shadow spec priests are deadly in PvP and they're very good but mm -hmm. I have run into too many PVE shadow spec priests yeah. that are problematic and they're problematic for a couple reasons one they refuse to heal they don't consider themselves a healing class and so while the party's dropping I've seen too many of them that have a full mana bar yeah. and they won't heal and oftentimes the whole reason the group has brought in a priest is to have a healer right. It might not be clear, but, I mean, that's why groups bring in priests. So, having said that, and I don't want to take away from them specking shadow, because, yeah. you know, it's obviously there for them to do. But the other thing is, is that oftentimes they will do exactly what you said. They will unload damage and dots and stuff right up front mm -hmm. without any consideration for what's going to happen, and then they'll get torn to pieces when the mob turns on them. Because well, and then they run around like a chicken with their head they cut run off. Around. And the, help me, I help can't me. help them because they're running all yeah. over. I gotta... Well, but that... that... That somewhat addresses my question, but my other question is, is that if you, the crux of my question is, is that if you've got a shadow spec priest who can heal and who does heal, like right now, current Terra is mostly is mostly shadow, and some, mo, like two, two thirds shadow, one third holy. Okay. So I have got some healing power, some accented healing power. Most of it's shadow right now <clears throat> until I get higher in my respect. So I can do a really good shadow word pain, which is damage over time. I can do some really good. Um, other stuff I can't think of right now. <laughs> damage. <laughs> right, right. I can do some other. I can do some other good beer. Right. I can do some other good damage. But when, when during the fight with with a single mob is a good time to do that at the beginning. So it's a damage over time. Heal it first. Yeah. Heal it first. After the tank gets the aggro, and, mm -hmm. and you'll know when it happens. It it, it it's maybe five ten seconds into it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Watch the tank's health at first. Mm -hmm. After the tank fully has the aggro. Go ahead and drop a single dot, or maybe another yeah, one. I think you could probably get away with putting a dot on in the beginning. Yeah, those tend probably to draw okay. less aggro. It's the big nukes, especially with mages. That or yeah. like as a rogue, I would say, don't use your eviscerate. Perhaps use rupture or another damage over time based attack. You know, finishing move rather than mm -hmm. the big one that's going to draw the aggro. Unless you're prepared to take the aggro. So. Yeah. And for a priest, I think also, I mean, you can unload on the mob if it's getting to the point where it's you know at a third health or something. And it's going to drop Agreed. quickly. Agreed. You know, if you can drop it quickly, that might and, and that might even be good, especially if it's a runner. Like and the worst mob. case scenario is the mob happens to heal itself. That's bad. And the priest does not have enough mana to heal. Yeah. Or the There's priest trouble. could throw mana burn out there. And well, see, and mana. this is that's, and what what Karg just brought up is a good point about priests. If if you got a group of five and you have one priest, and you run into a situation where that mob heals itself, and you've spent some of your mana doing dots or something that other players can do to help you out, mm -hmm. you may have just cost the lives of some of the people in the party because now you can't heal them. Right. So well, that's you need an to issue know to think also the mob you're going up against and yeah. heal. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And if you want to use Nose Burn, that takes 2,000 hit points away from your mob. You know, I prefer Gnome Burn. <laughs> Power word snot. <laughs> snot over time. You may think it's funny when your nose is running. You may think it's funny, but it's not. <laughs> so next time when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about parties and taking on multiple mobs and the strategies involved when you have to pull more than one mob at a time. In the meantime, practice on your aggro control, whether you're a main tank or a supporting class. Well, and just think about it when you're in a fight. You know, who's got the aggro? What? How did they get it? 
what you could do if you had it to get it off of you if you're not a tank. Yeah, but if you're drunk, a mage can be a tank. Control your aggro, boy! Most of them died instantly, but a few had time to go quietly nuts. In the news this week, I've got uh, I've got one piece of news that's it's actually really funny. Um, the when patch 1.7 is now in, and there's the new raid instance, the 20-person raid instance, Zolgurov. Yep. People have been running Zolgurov now for a little while, and they finally hit the last boss, which is Hakar, the Blood God Hakar, which many of you who have gotten up into your mid 40s or upper 40s or whatever have seen, gone to Sunken Temple and know a little bit about Hakar because they talk quite a bit about him there. It's what the trolls worship, or some of the dark trolls. So you go in there and you fight the blood, blood god Hakar, and you drop him, and you come out of the instance, and the blood god Hakar has got a nice little uh, debuff that he puts on you, which is curse of, I think it's blood curse or curse of blood. Corrupted or, blood. Corrupted blood, there you go. And uh, Sounds like fun. Today, I happened to walk into, or, or zone into Iron Forge real quick, where I was actually out in the field, and I zoned back in, and I zone back up in my little inn there and I walked out and there are people exploding <laughs> with blood all over Ironforge and there are skeletons from the inn all the way to the, to the post box okay she must check my mail and suddenly I'm exploding with blood and there are people running around in Ironforge yelling you got AIDS you got AIDS you've got AIDS so so I'm cleansing myself and purging myself and it, it's just it's not working so obviously you need somebody with a different cleanse to get it off of you and so I just keep healing myself and finally like screw it I'm just gonna log or I'm gonna die because it's doing like 500 points of damage it must be a, so is that a bug or is it supposed to be that okay well here's the deal so I went to the forums and checked it out what it is is it's it's the the debuff happens from Hikar and groups come back, like okay, back or something. and the the buff doesn't come off of them, and in when you're in the instance it's a it's a disease and it's a disease that's meant in the game to spread from one player to the next in the instance. <laughs> yeah. So one player comes back with this thing not decursed and zones into a, a major city and suddenly it's spreading <laughs> like wildfire. Now the funny thing is is that the the designers of the game didn't plan for this to happen and now they have a major problem to the point of they were actually the blue guys on the on the official forums were actually saying that they were quarantining certain players that they noticed <laughs> to do in certain areas but those players unfortunately weren't listening to the quarantine and they said they would have a whole area almost totally cleansed and then like one player would sprint out into the auction house and infect a bunch of people and so this thing now according to the forums has spread on many on in many realms beyond the main cities and into the newbie areas where it's decimated whole towns where people, even if they res, will go back to get their body, get infected again, and die all over again. It's spreading all over the world of Warcraft. So, so oh, watch the end out. Is here. Yeah, the end is totally here. So watch repent. out for the plague. One of my classes. Hard, repent of your sins. <laughs> it was me. I fought it. One of my one of my classes this term is actually community health nursing. <laughs> I'm at the public health department, and we're talking about the spread of things like that and how Maybe you can do use... a paper on this. You know, actually, I do have I've some got something due tomorrow morning that's there um, you go. That's, that's current current event topics in um, in um, community health. So I'm actually going to use this as my, <laughs> as my as my paper for this week. Now, does it affect NPCs also? Yes, it does. But most of the NPCs can handle it because their their health regenerates at a faster level. But yes, it infects the NPCs yeah, as well. Yeah, they're not in combat; it regenerates. I said that in the lower level areas, it's killed the NPC quest givers and the. <laughs> it's okay, just I definitely gotta log in tonight. And see yeah. this. So I better unsubscribe because Blizzard's going down. <laughs> down, down. So I think, but the, the thing that I thought was funny is given the, the nature of what the developers said, it was unclear to me. The tone of their posts, whether they intended that to happen as a world event or whether it was an accident. It's pretty it, funny. It makes you wonder. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. They so. don't evidently don't have any community helping nurse specialists. On <laughs> <laughs> the Blizzard payroll, you can hire me. I will come and work for you. We'll cleanse. The so if you happen to log into the game later this week after this is posted and they don't have this cleared up and you start exploding with blood coming out of your eyes, then you've been infected by the plague of Hakar. Man, I want to be Hakar. Play <laughs> your card, not a card.
I want to talk about something that came up on our forums as an excellent topic. And I've got some of the information here in front of me. The best and worst zones in the world of Warcraft. And why they're the best and worst zones. We're going to go ahead and start with the best here. And I'm going to read through some of the answers on the forums. And you guys kind of tell me what you think. So we'll start with the best here. The first one I have is a submission from Trian. And he says one of his favorites is Westfall. Or is Westfall? Westfall is where the scarecrows are. Oh, right next the, to Elm Harvest things. The it's where Van Cleef is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. Westfall. Yeah, yeah, I do too. That's it's where got I a, usually go at that level with new characters. It's got a weird like. Um, it's like a fall kind of. Yeah. Like Halloween, autumn. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite. Well, yeah, it is. I, I like the know, Harvest like Golems. Yeah, the Harvest Golems. Someone's saying someone. <laughs> it's kind of like a Tim Burton level. I know. Yeah. I, I, I defer from you guys. I think it's too too big, too much running. In Westfall? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, for that level, but I mean, they just get bigger from there. I mean, they yeah. about Stranglethorn. Well, you have a horse then. That's true. Well, Actually, maybe, the, not in Stranglethorn. Westfall's not a lot like the Barrens on the other side, yeah. where it's oh. kind of desolate, but the good thing is, is Westfall doesn't seem so Large. so desolate, so barren. Yeah. Where Westfall's, like, they handle that same kind of, you know, rolling plain terrain without being kind of boring. Empty. Yeah, so what's next on our list? Well, we've got here, um, <laughs> Elwyn Forest looks peaceful. That's from... Zarthan. I think Elwyn is one of my favorite, one of my favorites. Elwyn's good. See, Elwyn comes from Zarthan, who's supposed to be the spelling for Anthrax. What? He said that his name came from Anthrax. Did you guys get the, do you guys read the forums? (laughs) Yeah, you said backwards. If it's backwards, Backwards. it's Anthrax. Cool. What's that got to do with Elwyn I just think it's cool, man. Have a pork rind. (laughs) You're a pork (laughs) rind. (laughs) Renata, who's one of our beloved subscribers... Says yeah, that she subscribers. likes. Yay, subscribers! She likes uh, the Stone Talon, Stone Talon Mountains on See, the board side. I never liked it up there. I've never I been never there. I never go over there. It's too hard to get to as the, a the last time we were even there was when we kept taking. Uh, kept right was, what was it. the name of that place? Splinter Tree? No, not Splinter Tree. No, no, the one that was Lift. No, right. it isn't there either. Yeah, no, I can't think of the name of it. Well, yeah, that one, that one's somewhere else. But. Anyways, that horde outpost up there. Yeah, it's a fairly low-level horde town. When we were in our 50, 50, mid-50s, early-50s, we, we kept retaking that little town over and over again. This is again. even before the honor system. We just did it for the heck of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we raided that place more than almost any other. And that was fun. And we would do it pretty well until the 60s showed up. And, you know, True. Sent us <laughs> off with our tail between our legs. <laughs> yeah, Stone Town, for me, is just kind of... Um, it's depressing. It's just well, it's not depressing. It's just all it's dead, and there's not much to do up there. And that's practice for alliance. There's yeah, it's a lot of roads cutting through mountains, but not a whole lot of content for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she said a horde side was her fave because I know she plays both sides. So that I don't know. Don't know. Um, I've got Aralar here who says that his favorite is the Ungoro crater with the dinosaurs. Why, man? Why? You don't Why? like Ungoro? No. Why? It's, it freaks me out. Why? I mean, dinosaurs everywhere. <laughs> It's so dark, and then you you walk into a certain area, and there are bumblebees. And I would actually put Ungoro on top of a list of like some of the most dangerous zones to go in. It's dangerous because of the mobs, and it's dangerous because of well, if you're on a PvP server, it's dangerous because of the other factions. Well, yeah, but you know what? I notice the mobs, although they are pretty close together, have a really really uh, short aggro range. Oh yeah. And it's really easy. Like I don't know how many times I've been fighting one thing, and suddenly there's one of those damn slimes is on me. Oh, I hate those. Those things. slimes, man, they're Jesus. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're talking about the game? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pork rind. <laughs> Bertris, who's another one of our subscribers, thank you very much. Uh, has his favorites. I noticed that all of his characters are mostly undead. Undead. Characters. Undead. undead. Um, so he likes Ogremar and the Undercity. And I haven't been to either of them yet, so I really can't say. I know why. Undercity is cool. Yeah, yeah. Now Undercity was cool, but I couldn't find my way around at first. Well, I think Orgrimmar is really sweet, actually. The first time we've been there now is. I like that it's really cool looking and. Really, I thought it was just kind of generic. Did you Did you go into the little um? If I'm maybe the drag place, that's over by the troll area. Did you go? Yeah. Did you go into the drag though, where it's kind of darker and it's in like a little enclosed canyon kind of place? pretty cool yeah, looking and then there's the 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 uh warlocks area the cleft of shadow i think it's called and you go down in there and it's it's all like this whole underground area with all the warlocks I and I stuff. Didn't go there. it's pretty cool there's like some warlocks. neat stuff so at the end all the way down by the priest area if you follow a path around there's an entrance into ashara down in there ashara yeah, and ashenvale out of orgrimmar i was like pretty much interested entrance. in going to the auction house and then going to the uh zeppelin 
So I wanted to go to Under City. He lost his love back entrances. Especially Karg's back door. Well. Dang. What? <laughs> Don't you remember that from Alderman? Oh, hell no. So some of the worst instances... Worst. Alderman! <laughs> no, 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 no. Some of the worst zones in World of Warcraft. Again, uh, Renata, one of our subscribers, says she hates the barrens because it's huge and it takes forever to go from one place to another and the chat is incredibly annoying yeah she doesn't i like agree that with it takes forever to get across it i don't know anything about the chat it seems like every newbie zone i've ever been in yeah yeah you know newbies oh, i've got a hunter here is it a hunter erilar i'm not sure if erilar is a hunter or not but he hates uh he hates gadgets and it's the closest thing to civilization around but there's no place to buy arrows hmm. well knows that. our impression of gadgets and is it's gang city yeah, Gadgetzan and to a lesser extent Booty Bay are. Yeah, I personally don't like dar don't like Ashenvale. It's too dark. It takes forever to run from one place to another when you're I agree. under twenty. I agree. I and tried really leveling in Ashenvale with alts and well, I can't for, and, and on Manor like the way it, looks. it is a gank fest. It used to, yeah. Well, it, is still, it still isn't. It still is not. <laughs> well, because the uh, Warsong Gulch entrances are in there. Oh yeah. So yeah. when people are waiting for Warsaw and Gulfs, they come out and gank. Yeah. yeah, you're right, though. It is a long ways along. Like, yeah, if you're is... trying to get from uh, Darkshore all the way over to, like, say, Feralos or something, mm -hmm. that's well, a long ways. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can also the... take the take the flight from Auberty yeah. to, to get Astronaut. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so you, you have to make that run at least once there. unless you have a friendly warlock. Yeah, who can... Yeah, Ashenville was like the was the location of some of our very first PvP on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. on we used Manor. to go there a lot. Yeah, that was a real hot jumping place in the early days before people would level level up yeah. to sixty. Even before um, Tar and Mill and South Shore, that was uh -huh. the. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. I think my place. my favorite quote off the forums has got to be from Renata again, that she hates Iron Forge. She says, "What idiot designed a trench and a giant lava pool in the laggiest zone in the world?" <laughs> you got a point there. <laughs> You know what's actually fun to do? I think right? they should put merchants down in that trench because you're down there half the time. In Ironforge, it's fun to sort of sit on the outskirts and sometimes and just watch people just run right into the trench <laughs> over and over again on their mounds, running in. Well, it depends on how much lag you've got. I mean, sometimes you can't avoid it. I oh, know. I've done it a million times. Oh, yeah. So what? So go around real quick. What What would you say your favorite zone? My favorite is probably Ironforge. I've yeah. always liked Ironforge. Worst? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't much care for Astronar, but see, most of those are places I don't, I didn't spend much time in anyway, because I don't like them. Yeah. Like, I like Plaguelands. I, I liked going there when I was leveling through my 50s. Actually, pretty much anything on the other continent, on the western continent. On Kalimdor? On Kalimdor. It's just, as an Alliance player, it's such a pain to get to. Flying around, you have to fly through three different stops half the time to get to where you're going. Yeah. It's just a pain, so. I usually... Sure. Well, with my highest level being only 37, I haven't been to a lot of places you guys have been, but my... Probably one of my favorite places was uh, Stranglethorn Vale, just because it was so pretty and there were mobs everywhere that you could pretty much get your quests done at any time, even if there were a ton of players playing in the zone. Um, it, if you were a lower level, it would be kind of hard, though, because sometimes you run into a mob of a lot of higher level and you really can't get through it yeah. to save your life. So that's kind of a little bit annoying. The one I hated was a combination of Dark Shire and Dark Shore. Darkshire is a long death run. Yeah, because it, it, just, it, it takes you forever to get from one place to That's another, true. and Darkshore is the same way. You've got one quest down in in Aberdeen that runs you all the way up and around, and then you got to run all the way down, almost the way to Ashenvale, then run all the way back. It's just a pain in the butt if you don't have a mount. You know, it just don't waste my time. Yeah. Well, Darkshire is the same, too. You, you're in the town, you have to go to the graveyard. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you're getting ganked all the time. And I haven't been Hor I'm sure there are places in the Horde Lands that I haven't... Yeah. I haven't discovered yet because I'm still low level, but I'm sure I'll have the same experience there. We'll find places to hate there, too. Yeah. True. <laughs> Gar haters. Haters. <laughs> I like Winterspring. Yeah, Winterspring's cool. It's yeah. a long flight whole... from the humans, human lands. Yeah. It's to go to the elf lands first and then uh, hop on a flight over to Winterspring. But I think my favorite is the tunnel. The, oh, first yeah. time, the first time I had to get to Winterspring... Oh, I, you have to fight your way through Well, I did not get the flight you, well, you path. you don't have to fight. No, you don't have to. You can, you get can gain path. faction. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. But well, that's a lot of work. Fight. Well, as a warlock, though, <laughs> for some <laughs> reason, they hated me. Well, they, they hate, they hate everybody fault. until you do the faction quest. Oh, well, you have to kill like 80-something somewhere else. Sucks and, to be them. Yeah, that's but, how I feel. <laughs> they so, should really change their, their attitude, because it gets them killed a lot. They should. But I did not get the flight path at first, and I was running through it. And it was cool, because I had... 
quite a few of those furlocks, furballs, furballs, fur balls, yeah. chasing me. Yeah, yeah. And I was this little gnome just hopping around. <laughs> <laughs> I was level like 59, 58 or 59, so I was, you know, had fairly like 4,000 hit points or something, 3,000 hit points or mm-hmm. something pretty high that I could actually survive the whole run. So I thought it was cool, so every time I go there, once in a while, I'll just run through for fun. What's the worst zone? What's the worst zone? Yeah. Um, I want to say, well, all the ones at instance. Yeah, but I didn't much like that. I don't like that. Badlands. Is that where Alderman is? No, that's... that's who... Yeah, that's where Alderman is. Yeah, oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, that I don't really like is. it. I had a couple quests. Yeah. I had a couple quests in there that I had to do. Hated it. Yeah. Um, just because I... I don't know. I feel dry when I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it would be um, probably the, the favorite zone is something like Dunmoreau. Dunmoreau or okay. um, maybe the uh, Loch Moden. Loch I, mean, I kind of like both Loch of those. Moden. They're pretty classic and, and cool. They, they just look neat. And I like the big lock at the center of Loch Moden. The difference in terrain, like you've got kind of the the, uh, the mountains with the caves and mines and stuff over on one side and the, the ogres and stuff over on the other side of Loch Moden. It's stuff. pretty cool. Stuff. And the big dam and, and whatever. Uh, worst zone would be probably the Blasted Lands. I didn't like that place at all. Blasted lands or Solithus? That's where the dwarves are, right? Solithus, I've but... seen I've seen Solithus over your over your shoulder when you play. Now that looks freaky. But that's my problem. Solithus scares the hell out of me. That's why I don't like it. And the fact that you go in there and everything's like once you get towards the center part, it all gets being sixty elites. And there's these things in there, these worms that when they attack you, they've got a knockback that sends you flying in the air. And they're the mobs are also close there that you get well, hit yeah, by I think one I of those. I've been into part of that area. Yeah, you get hit by one of those those worms. And suddenly you're flying into new mobs left and right, and you can't control it. Are they glow worms? Oh, bad. Do they ever play like volleyball with gummy worms? (laughs) They're evil gummy worms. Evil gummy worms. Hey, next week's snack. Gummy Gummy worms. worms. Evil gummy worms. (laughs) Gummy worms and Sapporo. Do they they have knockback? Maybe. Oh, we could soak the gummy worms in alcohol, then they'll have knockback. Gummy worms soaked in vodka. There we go. Knockback worms. Welcome to Out of Character for this week. This is Kern Kater, as you probably guessed from listening to the show up to this point. Welcome, Kern. We're going to talk... Oh, you're a car. I'm so confused. I'm car. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I want to talk about etiquette and role-playing, and some of the do's and don'ts that you want to either do or avoid doing. Join my guild! Join my guild! Can yeah. I have some silver? Join my guild! Case in one. Case in point. <laughs> Case one. in one. A lot of the things that you want to focus on in RP are things that you would do in the real world. For example, if you're a nice person or an average Joe, you'd say, please, excuse me, thank you, hi, how are you, so on and so forth. If you're playing a scullywag pirate, which by the way, today is International Talk Like a Pirate Day. I forgot about that. Pour me some rum. Or some rum for your glass I have here. Today is what day? Talk like a pirate day. I should talk like a pirate day, me arty. Arr, arr, go swamp me dead. the internet. The internet said so. The internet said so. It must be true. And Dave Barry. My point is, is that... But if you're a pirate. Is that you want to act like you are, like your character is. So if you're going to be a mean, scallywag, pirate type... Scallywag. Walking up to somebody and slugging them, or doing slash, emote, and then... Slugging them. Such and forth, slugs, slugs whoever. That's part of your character. But keep in mind that the actions that you do and the emotes that you do are going to have a positive or negative impact in your role-playing with other people if they are not into that. The best way to work your way into role-playing with people if you're just meeting them for the first time or whatever is to 
if you're if you're playing a scalawag, do something like you scowl at someone or you you look leerily at someone. Don't walk up and knock their block off with your fist. It's it's all in how you Unless do. Unless you're it. on Manoroth, that's kind of just the opening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but keep, keeping in mind, Manoroth isn't an RP server. No, but there's a lot of getting hit. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. If you have a very developed back, very well developed backstory, your character comes from a long line of druids or something like that, and you meet someone else and you start role-playing in a group. What some people can do, which is considered rude, is they include other characters around them in their storyline without asking their permission. For example, let's say, let's just pretend that we're all on an RP server and you are all, we're all Might Elves and some of you are Druids and we're all Druids, let's just say. And so I, we walk up to another group of people and I say, Hi, my name is Kern Katira. These are my brothers, Cromley, Aloysius, and Karg. We're all druids from such and forth, and we're here looking for this. But we now, would get ticked because that's not our backstory. Exactly. That's not your backstory. That's yeah, not I'm where you pirate. are. Yeah, it's, there you go. The one-legged... All right, I'm not your druid brother, me arty. <laughs> Swap me down, Kern. That's important to remember. That other people are not involved in your story, although if you want them to be, if you want, that's part of a role play that you want to play out with others, it's important to ask their permission. And a good way to do that is once you get to know them or you've played with them a little bit, send them a whisper saying, this is my idea, what do you think, Would you? can you work this in, can we work this together, I'd like to try this, do and then go that, with Do that. you find that people on once they get into knowing each other, whatever, start uh, co-opting each other's backstories and sort of making them bits and pieces of it their own? Absolutely, and that's a really good point. Our guild has gotten together on a couple of occasions in a, in a less populated area. We like to meet in Rainwood Retreat sometimes. And we all sit in a circle and we talk about what stories we're working on right now and try to figure out ways that either our char the characters that we play or our alts that we play can either work into those stories and we figure out times when we can, either on our forums, we further the stories along, or in-game we meet up and further the stories along. So, yes. Long answer to your question. Do you know that we sit in, <laughs> yes. circles, you know, we sit in circles on Manor often? No, 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 what we do is we sit in a line. Slash. We do a slash train. That's true. We do, we do that a lot, too. <laughs> No, we have, we have circle circle support groups on Manoroth. Hey, hey, yes. hey, Curtin's trying to slash something, Eloise, all right? Eloysius, please tell us what happened to you last week. I got all by a shaman again. <laughs> Cromley, what about you? Same. I don't like mages. <laughs> slash flick off Eloysius. <laughs> something else to think about. If you are in a group that's doing a lot of RP, or say you're in a, um, a either guild or a group or a raid group, and you guys are, are working in character... You need to be patient with people. And an example of that is you're all in character, you're doing out of character in brackets, or you're chatting off off channel in, in out of character, and all of a sudden somebody dings, for example. That means levels. Yeah, somebody levels. And they just hit 40, oh. and somebody types in character in in the chat, Woohoo, I'm in 40, yeah, hooray! Don't give them a whole lot of slack. If they're not... Or don't, don't, I mean, give them a whole lot of slack. <laughs> that was, that was wow. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> You, you dinged level, I not? Yeah, because if, if <laughs> this is right, the place to level, you must RP and not level. Right. You dead leveling bastard. Love the deck. Right. <laughs> that's what's called being an RP elitist. If you do that, you can say, you know, that's not the place for this, or you, you know, go to the PVE server, or whatever you want to say. As yeah, Card would say, don't be a hater. So what you want to do is you want to try oh, to engender yeah. community and engender working together. And if someone has, gets excited about something and they kind of break out of character once or twice. Don't give them a hard time. Be a little bit patient. Be a little bit flexible because everyone's kind of working from different levels of, of RP. And the quickest way to break the mood of the in-character group that you've got going is to go off on someone in a flame. Whether it's in-character or out-of-character, that completely breaks the mood. So just try to avoid doing that. And they call those people the RP police? RP elite is what I have heard. They could be the RP police. Okay. That would make All sense. Right. I'll call you the RP a-holes. RP Nazis. <laughs> yeah. RP Nazis. There you go. That's good. Now, I think everybody probably has seen by now the screenshots of the two night elves getting it on and the, oh, the tram. Oh, that was hot! <laughs> okay. Well, it was funny. Keep it. <laughs> and they were doing it, I think they were doing it on an RP server, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. The thing... Feather Moon, I think. Yeah, and the dwarf came out and yeah, started yeah. fingering his dwarven hand, hand cannon. cannon. Oh, yeah. the dwarf. Power to you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But to keep in mind, the the game is, is, is played by all people of all ages. And if you want to engage in on-screen 
relations sexual relations with other people you know that's fine but you know what don't do it and say do it in slash chat slash party or slash whisper don't do it where other people can read it because if we see two characters standing together and when they're going they're they're you know they're going into each other's bodies that could just be two people standing <laughs> close together but if you're talking and you're saying, understand. right? What do you mean by going into each other's bodies? No, it, <laughs> I mean like together, with a knife. You, you know what? I, I, let me in, in, uh, inject here, please. Oh boy! <laughs> Just don't inject in my direction. <laughs> don't inject around here, okay? Would you like a pork rind? <laughs> don't you inject know, pork rinds. It, it it's pretty sad, and you know I don't want to you know judge who's how Hater. how uh, people Hater. play our our piece service or whatever Hater. not, Hater. but Hater. if yeah. <laughs> If, you know, you're going to try to conduct sexual activities uh, <laughs> in, World of in World of Warcraft, here's the, the, bad, the bad part. The worst part is you're paying $15 a month to do that. Now, go download IRC. You can do it for free. <laughs> Just a thought. What, do you have any you know, channels or you'd like Yahoo, to recommend? Yahoo or you know, even Skype. Get on freaking Skype. And you Just can not with us. Mic. Yeah. Try RRC channel six one one eight five two. But I'm just saying, you know, Mark I'm just waiting. saying that it's pretty sad to pay fifteen bucks a month to do something like that. I mean, fifteen bucks is fifteen double cheeseburgers. Thanks for putting that into perspective, Carg. <laughs> there you have it, Carg. <laughs> anyway, back back to you, Kurt. How do you finish after how, that? How do, how do I follow what, that? What do you do now? <laughs> well, the the last thing that I want to touch on this could be a long-standing group about etiquette and I'd love for folks on the forum to uh, to comment some more about what do you find important in RP etiquette what the last thing I want to touch on is um, how to be appropriate in 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 open spaces or in the public and this kind of goes kind of dovetails on the whole you know sex in the tram thing but <laughs> what that's so unhygienic <laughs> the the run the uh, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> deep run. That's probably why they decided. Yeah, that's to probably why they went there. <laughs> I got some um, a suggestion from Renata, who's again Renata's one of our subscribers, and she was talking about how she was in Elwyn Forest, and she came across a um, a male warrior harassing a female caster and demanding that she obey him. Um, and you know, and kind of being subservient, it reminded her. And gosh, if I heard it, probably remind me of all the interactions that I've had personally with people who've been domestically abused. And that made her uncomfortable, and so she she whispered to the female caster, are you all right? Is there something here you need help with? And she said, leave me alone, you're interrupting our RP. <laughs> and so nice. Renata said, okay, great, so I'm going to go kill these murlocs and stay away from you. Now keep in mind, if you want to do stuff like that, stuff that is not... <laughs> Normal? Well, no. <laughs> so, well, there are some people that really that the whole point of being in a fantasy game is to be able to act out things that they weren't able to do in real life, and that's fine. And if you want to have general relations or contact or conversation and slash say that's fine, but if you're doing something intimately with one other person, put it in whisper or make a party with the two of you and do it in party chat. Because yeah. keep in mind there are other people playing the game, and if you don't want your stuff to be interrupted, just try to think think critically about other people around you because that's that's just not. <laughs> That You're going to get erupted in, in and out of the game. That is true. Yeah. But on yeah. that, what Whisper is for, bottom line? No, I mean, but see, on their side, on, on their defense, they could be exhibitionist. Exhibitionist. Karg is from a foreign country. We'll allow him. I'm from India. We've, uh, we've, uh, Offshore, a part of our podcast. <laughs> Actually, we, you know, when the donations get split up amongst the cast, which really doesn't happen, disclaimer. We give Karg less. I get all of it. We give Karg much less because he's, you know, he's from another country, and you don't pay those people. Oh, America, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that, I mean, they could be all playing, you know, people, who, you know, that kind of group. Of no, I mean what? What, that's what are you talking no, no. about? He's saying he's saying basically in their defense, well, what if they're like they're RPing exhibitionists or exhibitionists. whatever, or they're you know, I mean they're really just that's what they're doing. Then I'm fine so with that. So the whole reason they're doing it and say or in yell or whatever they're see. doing. Then if they're going to do it in RP exhibitionists, then in that in, in that situation, the RP female the female caster would let the male caster know that someone had whispered her, and the male caster would start to get you know a, you know angry and say, "What are you doing talking about whatever?" But that wasn't what happened. She just said, uh, "You're interrupting our RP." Yeah. 
Oh. If you're gonna do that, then be prepared to have other what people talk to bitch. you. You know. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta always support our members of the forums. You, you know, I can't support outsiders. Okay. You know. So for so, I'd love to hear more from hater, hater. <laughs> if any of you out there have any other etiquette suggestions for role playing, please post on the out of character forum. There is a listing there called RP etiquette. Add your suggestions onto that listing and I'd love to hear some more. I know a lot of us are newer to RP. I haven't been doing it that long myself. So anything that you found that works for you or things that really annoy you, I'd love to hear it. Thanks a bunch. I'll see you guys next week with this section. Are those fingers in my hair that sly come hither stare strips my conscience bare it's witchcraft and I've got no defense for it That heat is too intense for it What good would common sense for it do? So, we're gonna start introducing a new section, a new class, so... Do you have, like, a snappy name for about, it? Yeah, it's all about warlocks. <laughs> Gosh! <laughs> I have the dark corner, he's holy warrior. All about warlock. Hello, Kilgrim, and thank you for um, joining us for another episode of All About Warlocks. Necrophilia! Oh. <laughs> and here's your host, That's better. Karg, a favorite warlock. All right, He's so, so bad. I think he's the only warlock I know. <laughs> so that was um, Eloysius uh, role-playing. What me? I'm back here. <laughs> so we're going to touch a little bit about the warlock class, and I know that we have a very sensitive spot for the word anything. touching, but there are a lot of people who posted in the forums about warlocks, whether they're worth playing, whether you know they should be a class that should even exist, or how if much it, you hate them, or how much people hate gnomes, gnome warlocks, uh, specifically about you know what their roles is in in the game. So this week we're going to touch briefly, <laughs> talk briefly. Yeah, it's the touching thing. It's just I'll especially quit. after your hands are in the pork rind bag. I'll quit touching. Uh, talk briefly about what good a warlock is used for. What <laughs> I, that, summoning? That, you're short, you know. Yeah. Short so, summoners. Well, first of all, just so you guys know, I prefer the word necromancer than warlock. Why? It's an EverQuest thing. He likes to be called a necro. Don't ne ask. Necromancers are just cool. Is it kind of like you know when? somebody's evil and they don't want to be called evil they'd rather be called like ethically challenged it somehow brightens the actual deed because warlocks my friend are evil pure no, unadulterated no, no, they're not they're, they're not, not evil, evil. read the lore evil. man they're right evil evil yeah, there you go they utter expletives <laughs> tell, us, tell us karg what is good about bad warlocks well the warlock is a perfect class to solo first of all you probably, those of you who have tried a warlock, including you, Eloysius. I, I agree with that statement. Um, I find have a level that. 4 warlock. For, I have a level 7 warlock. So, see, all, all of them are secretly bad behind my back. Shh, don't tell anybody. So, um, the warlock's really good for soloing basically up to level 60, you know, the whole way. You really, if you're a loner, you're a lonely guy, I'm not saying I am a lonely guy. <laughs> <laughs> now watch what you say here, Carr. But, you know, if you like Sometimes, you know, if you if you like soloing and not bothering with anyone, uh, <laughs> Kurt is for some reason bursting into laughter. <laughs> I don't know. What are you touching on here? So, <laughs> oh, wait, let me see. He he um. <laughs> Karg's Karg's phone. Read Karg's phone. Can you read? That's the first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Karg's phone says, I love gnomes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Warlocks are pretty much good soloing up to level 60 if you you know, want the option of either grouping or soloing during the, your entire game experience. With their pets? Is it the pets well, that with make the it pets, easy? Especially the Void Walker. I mean, that's pretty much a tank for the Warlock. Mm -hmm. you know? And then with that and with the Fear Spell, with your dots, I mean, you could really pack some damage to a mob. Yeah, no doubt. If they don't run into others, or is it hard to take on on whole groups with a warlock though? No. Like, how do you contain contain the others? That not come really, to you because and not the void walker. I mean, I've taken um, a whole camp of stuff with four four mobs. 
do you just let the Voidwalker go in first? Well, the Voidwalker goes in first, and then, you know, you can basically fear one or two away. Basically, you have to chain fear yourself, your, your, your mobs, and keep in mind which one you feared first. Because they aggro on you after you fear them, don't they? Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, you know, while you fear them, though, a good strategy is while you fear them, since they're going to come back for you anyways, stack your dots on them while they're running in fear. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that way that usually takes them to about half, if not, you know, down a third by the time they get to you. Mm-hmm. And by the time they get to you, your Void Walker with your spells on them has already finished one mob, hopefully. All right? And after that, you know, you can... Send your boy walker to another, to another, to the second mob. Fear the other one, and yeah. it, you keep on going. And as a wallet, really, you could tank for about a couple seconds. <laughs> cool. Before cool. you know, it, uh, to let your enough to let your fear spell go off, and then also keep in mind if you're running low on health, you can always suck life out of you know the mobs. Mm-hmm. Right. You can always heal your own pet. You can transfer life to your pet. So you have quite an array of spells to play with. Yeah, they have some neat spells. If the only thing that warlocks really are needing right now is more self buffs, because right now we only have one. Is it that? What's the one that you need the the flame imp to give you? Is that blood pact? Yeah, blood pact. Well, that's stamina, right? That's yeah. for stamina, and that's really useful only in groups. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and it's very useful. Then. Yeah. Uh, if you're soloing the first earlier levels in your game, you're soloing, yeah, you fear the mob, you shoot fireballs at them, that's fine. Uh, if you try to solo a level 45, 50 mob with, with the imp, imp <laughs> you should just pack your back and go home. <laughs> you, you might as well, you know, because they usually take more damage than that. If those of you are considering playing a warlock, yeah, you probably have to do a lot of work, I mean, you really have to keep track about, you know, mobs. I mean, the good thing also about warlock is you can do a lot of quests by yourself. So, um, out of all the classes, then, as a solo class, how do you rank warlocks based on what you know? I think it's more versatile than any classes. You know, um, you can create health stones. You can, you can heal yourself for a few hundred points, and that sometimes is a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. You know, well, priests um, can do that too. We just don't have the. What can you wear? Can you wear mail armor? No, or armor? only cloth. No, but they have a pet. But yeah, we have yeah, a pet. That's true. Right. That's true. So and they do a lot more damage. Um, than yeah, that's that's, true. that's our advantage. The shots, you know? They have so many. Um, yeah, I've only got a couple. Alright. I would say that it's, I'd say it's possible too that the warlocks are, are better than the paladins at soloing too. Because paladins usually, I could solo most anything, but I think you're better off with your pet and your dots. Yeah. Plus, which I'm real slow at soloing. Yeah. Well, I bet you're going to drop people faster. Plus, our pet, you know, the, especially the Void Walker, I mean, it's a good pet to, while you run away. You know, you pretty much, if you think you're going to die, sacrifice leave your pet the there. Pet. Or sacrifice the pet and have yeah, your shield up run. for 30 yeah. seconds. Or leave the pet then build. Yeah, yeah. You know. But master, why do you leave me? Yeah, the only thing that the only pet that complains is the damn imp. <laughs> yeah, they talk back a lot. Oh, yeah, they talk, yeah, they talk back a lot. Stupid but limps. I mean, if you're considering playing a, a warlock, I definitely recommend it. You may not be that good in PvP just because of they can be pretty armor. lethal in PvP at least against me. Yeah, Actually, I get the impression it's so how they're spec. I think some some warlocks for me go down like paper, and then there's some yeah. others that seem to have something else oh, going they on. They love to fear you. That's the thing. That well, yeah. me. the thing is, and, and, and see this pet, this we can bring up in that, the next you know yeah, we, should, we should leave that for yeah. yeah PVP section. Yeah. I mean you know I think the first person who makes the attacks in PVPs will always have the advantage regardless of class. If they're even, yeah, I disagree on that. Yeah. But anyways. but we'll talk about it later. So uh, that's a little bit about warlocks uh, for today's show. So there are plenty that we can talk about, including what warlocks' uh, roles, what they have, how blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. We can talk about speaking demon. He has become a warlock. He speaks in tongues. Yes. Uh, anyways, Karg, end of the show with your demon tongue. In the future, next show, I'll talk about what warlocks can do, must do, should do, should not do, in groups, especially in instances, in order not to piss off your group. <laughs> So, I of Kilrog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there are some spells that should be casted on some mobs and uh, in raid groups, and sh- some that should be totally avoided. And I'll touch a little bit on those next show. Great. Well, we're gonna wrap things up again for show number eight. Don't forget to give us your feedback on our forums at www.taverncast.com. 
log on and start a username and give us some feedback on the show. There's all kinds of things you can tell us about. And also, if you feel like donating to support our equipment. Yeah, either support our equipment or contribute to the uh, get Karg into a ch- children's <laughs> bathing. Into uh, <laughs> a vat of, a vat of <laughs> wet. warm pork rind goo. <laughs> goo! <laughs> So, um, oh, and don't forget to send your email answers to my yeah. question of the week to currentcotayer at hotmail.com. Be sure to give me That's your answers. That's H-O-T-M-I-L. Can I send it to <laughs> Not M-A-L-E. Can I, can I, can I send it? That's Carg's mistake. Answer? Yeah, you can. You gotta, you gotta wait to hear what the, hear what yeah. the snippet is. What was the question? Did you ever read the, the little, the little... Play the snippet again. Okay, I'll play the snippet again. Here you go. I believe the Canucks of Vancouver are superior warriors. Name that character's wife oh. on the TV show that he's in. Dude, Mark, I don't even know the TV show and I don't know this answer. Well, then I guess you're out of luck, aren't you? That sucks it works. No yeah. special prize for you. No. I never get You can have the balls, though. No, you, you can have the pork rinds. And the you can have balls. the used pork rinds after Karg takes his bath. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing, is we're going to have to do something with those. Industrial waste. And you have friend. to clean them. No, you Industrial know what? We'll do, we'll do it down at the park down the street and then just leave it. <laughs> you it know like what? And it midnight. would make the news. It would be like on the Weekly World News, like, bio-organic mass shows up mysteriously Liquified at park. Pig. <laughs> The world of Warcraft is the property of Blizzard Entertainment and all rights are reserved. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and urges those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Podcast uh, like we're from the deep south. <laughs> no, you're gonna be talking about level up, boy. I'm from the Chinese restaurant. What? You were from China, boy? Hey, you want to eat some more pork rinds? Huh? You you want the egg roll? No egg roll, boy. No egg roll. I took your egg roll. I told him to give me some pork rinds, son. Curry and garlic. So what are we going to tell people today? We are going to tell people that you should play. <laughs> yeah, we're we're actually changing the podcast now. We're only going to talk about Pac-Man for the rest of time. <laughs> Wait, how'd that go again? Card, card. I can't even do it now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love Card. Shut up. I don't have Card to no baby. Shut up, you MF. Night, 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 night. Jeebus, the Beavis.